This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. into the cage with Brendan Tobin in Are You Gonna Fight Me? I'm gonna fight your ass. Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. You know the rules. I want a good, clean fight. When I tell you to break, I want you to step back out my command and break. Now go back to the corner and come out fighting at the bell. Well, all this fight talk makes me want to fight. Luckily, I don't like this guy across from me. That's Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Put your dukes up. I hope you got them wrapped tight tonight. Let's go at it. We've been talking about who gets the title shot next at Leon Edwards. It looks like it's going to be Colby Covington. You're going to fight me if I say this one's really obvious who deserves it most. It's Bilal Muhammad. I'm not saying I want to see it. I'm not saying that he's ever going to get the shot, but he is a thousand percent the most deserved. Uh, eh. nah. You're such a hater, dude. You're such a I'm hater. I'm not a hater. I'm not a, I, I actually think Bilal Muhammad has shut a lot of people up. You know, he finished his last fight. So, yeah, Bilal Muhammad's definitely up there. Is it clear cut? I think there are arguments. Like, you know, like it's been I, – I, if, if every – like it's like Alex said, if every title fight ever always went to the most deserving guy, okay. I mean, there were plenty of times where Leon had to wait a long-ass time before he did, and they were going to more uh, sensational – you know, more sellable fights. So, yeah, well, I get Bilal's argument, um, and he's up there. I think that if you told me the UFC had the option of Colby Covington or Jorge Masvidal instead of Bilal Muhammad, I get why they would go uh, in the direction of the others. But, you know, he's going to get his time. Don't worry, dude. He's He's a wrecking machine. What a hater. I mean, those other guys. How am I hating? I How is that hating? Because the guys you're talking about not only have gotten a shot, whether it's Mazadal or Colby, so how about some new blood? In the case of one of them, they've gotten multiple shots, and those guys are what? One in three in their last four fights combined? I get it. They're fighting the cream of the crop. When's the last time Bilal Muhammad lost a fight? And who's he the fighting? The Nixon administration? He got his eye poked by Leon not too long ago. Those guys were fighting. Leon lit him up in that no first decision. round. No decision. That was a no decision. It was a no, no contest. It was a, lucky, it was a lucky no contest because his eye got poked because he got lit up in that first round, dude. All right. Speaking of Leon. Not that we're supposed to ignore that too? Well, we got to see four and a half minutes of a fight. So let's let it go on before we make a decision. Speaking of Leon, you're going to fight me if I say it. I can't believe I'm saying this. Leon's legacy, when it's all said and done, 
is going to be better than Usman's legacy. Not And hear me out real quick. Not just because he's taken him out two out of the three times, but I just realized he's young. Leon's 31 years old. I mean, that means he's got another – he's got – in his prime by fight years, another three or four years on the fate, you know, Usman's four or five years older than him. So I think when we look back on it, we're going to look back and go, damn, Leon might've even been better than Usman altogether. You're going to fight me. I mean, what do we talk, but bro, you and I started the show today arguing that the fight was a draw. So he's, he's, he's bounds better because of a, because of a head kick in 10 seconds. Like what does it say no, in the standings got- though? Okay, good. It says it in the standings. Let's let's talk about what actually happened in the game, Peter Pan. Like that's that's like this is this is what's the reality <laughs> of it. Like if we're gonna talk about what actually happened in the game, for the most part of the games, Usman and them have been Usman's probably won the majority of this series. Leon, yes, he pulled out a Hail Mary. Congratulations, he wins, but like he's got a lot of catching up to do to say, oh, he's gonna pass Usman. Like we're talking about a guy who was 10 seconds away from people arguing was better than George St. Pierre at welterweight. I witnessed Peter Pan Halloween seventh grade, and I've never lived it down. Like when I see those people, which is rarely sometimes, they still call me Peter Pan. And I've got all kinds of machine, like nicknames, you know what I mean? And like that certain group of people, because I went as Peter Pan, they're still like, hey, what's up, Peter? Yeah. And when you say people, you mean the Lost Boys. That's who I mean. That is exactly what I mean. Um, Brendan Tobin, always there for me. Sports machine, Sean Levine, producer Jake Novaker, and you talking a little fighting here tapped out on the BetQL network. You're going to fight me, and I think we agree on this one. Conor McGregor used to be the epitome of cool. Like, for a guy like me. He was just, he was, and he made it look easy. Whatever he was doing, he was cool. And now, he's the epitome of a tool. Everything that he does makes me cringe. Like, I can't look directly at him anymore. You're going to fight me? Uh, he has had some pretty cringe moments, I will say. I think when you have your legs snapped and you're shouting... Your wife was in me DMs with your legs snapped <laughs> off. It's a tough look to come back from. Also, punching an old man who's not looking at you. Yeah, he's had some rough ones. Can we just say, can I just say though, as an aside, what's going on with this Conor McGregor USADA thing? Like, can we just acknowledge, can the UFC just come out and say, look, he's juiced to the gills and we don't care? Dana, what is this Dana White coming out and be like, I don't touch USADA anymore? You guys are going to have to give those questions to Davinsky. He works for you. What are you talking about? Ah, I don't handle that stuff anymore. What the hell are we talking about? You mean you mean all of a sudden this organization that you made up, USADA, none of us wanted it. It just came here like the drug testing pixies to make your sport clean, to sell it for $4 billion. Now all of a sudden you're just like, nah, I don't know about Conor McGregor and USADA. And, like, Connor's basically giving double middle fingers to them saying, I'm not going to wait six months to fight Michael Chandler. What you going to do about it? And it sounds like the answer is they're not going to do anything about it. Epic rant. Maybe the best time. I mean, since you ate the egg live on the radio here. But, Jake, why is our boy Brendan surprised about this? Like, he's, su- he's surprised that Connor McGregor's getting special treatment. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I don't know if he's surprised as much as so much as just flabbergasted and enjoying the amusement, but I, I really just came on to toot my own horn real quick. Albert Dariah yeah, just, uh, defeated Chidi, Chidi and Jukianu by decision. I God had Albert Dariah by decision plus 600 and split decision plus 1400. So let's go, let's cash them. But of course, Conor McGregor is going to be treated like a king because he is a king. But like, he is, he, 
I don't have a like, I get it. Conor McGregor gets special treatment. I just find this hilarious. How have they not gotten their ducks in a row on this? That uh, you know, Conor, nobody's come up with the exemption story. They're just like uh, the rules changing for Conor McGregor. Ah, put those over to Nowitzki. I don't answer those questions anymore. I got to run power slap. Here's what I think's going on. I and I'm certainly not a doctor, and I don't play one on the radio, even though it took me seven and a half years to get through college. I think what's going on is. When your leg snaps, it takes some serious um, recovery and rehab and fortitude and maybe stuff that we don't know about here. You know, it's like not what would happen if you or I had that same injury. So you get whatever you need to taken care of when you're outside the USADA pool. And maybe part of that means that you're able to take other things at the same time to get your body to where you look like the Hulk because he's absolutely huge. I mean, his... I think to be honest with you though, we're having fun with it, and Connor's kind of fun and easy to poke at these days. I don't know if that's gonna be good for him. Because part of Connor McGregor, in fact, I would say the thing that he was best at was his fluidity, right? He was mm-hmm. as smooth and fluid as any fighter. He could change stances and he had that wide open stance and he could kick you and he could just do all these different things. And now he's kind of got some T-Rex arms. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna be great. Even and even if Michael Chandler, even if they like end up fighting this at 170 or whatever they come down to, it just I don't know if that physique is gonna work out best once we whenever we see Connor back in the octagon. Dude, I don't care if he's using juice. I want to be clear on this. I want Connor McGregor to fight. I don't care if he's using juice. I bet you if you told Michael Chandler he could urinate green ooze before he walked into the octagon and Bruce Buffer <laughs> introduced him. I bet you Michael Chandler will agree to fight him. He doesn't care either. It's just hilarious, the cover-up and the directions this is going in. It's like Connor is basically telling you, Sada, double middle fingers, I'm going to do what I want. Dana's saying, oh, I don't really care. And USADA kind of has to act credible, but, man, they really don't seem very credible anymore, do they? And you're surprised. It's like uh, Cocaine Bear, the movie. Whatever. I mean, he's already a bear. Give him some cocaine. You know, let's see what happens. If it's Conor McGregor, whatever. Give him some steroids. Let's see what happens with Jake Noaker and Brendan Tobin. I am the sports machine, John Levine. Um, you're going to fight me if I say John Jones is going to retire without losing another fight. And I wanted to say undefeated, but I didn't want to get in the conversation. He's not really undefeated. What I'm saying is from this point forward, however long that is, I don't think John loses another fight, no matter who the, the oncomers are. You're going to fight me? Um, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to be, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a big John Jones uh, goat believer. I don't big believe John anybody guy. really touches him. Um, man, who could? I, your boy Aspinall, maybe? I mean, Aspinall. Maybe Tom Aspinall. Maybe? Dude, he's a big here's dude. The, here's, yeah. here's the thing that I think would help Aspinall kind of uh on, under the radar young up-and-comer who who uh john might not be that motivated to face you know i think that you need like a little bit of john being lax kind of like he was against Damon reyes or uh or against tiago santos like you need a little bit of pinch of that on top of you know maybe some more time being distracted and stuff like that but yeah if his fights are if, if you're telling me it's stipe and curtis, curtis blades, blades. Yeah, I don't think those guys are beating him, man. I don't know. I don't really – I don't know who the – maybe this uh, Pavlovich, maybe. I mean, he looks kind of scary, but I think uh, you want to talk about guys who are going to use special treatment. I think John's going to say, hey, I ain't fighting that Russian guy. Sorry. Pavlovich, that guy's knocking out everybody. Speaking of knockouts, uh, the Tank Davis-Ryan Garcia fight is going to end in a knockout. I'm not telling you who's going to knock out who, but I'm telling you somebody's getting knocked out. You going to fight me? 
I am leaning Javante Davis by decision. I think that it is going to go yeah, the distance. So exciting. Uh, does it, well, listen, there's been fights that have gone the distance that are exciting. You know, just because there's not, it doesn't mean there can't be a knockdown, a flash knockdown, something like that. But I, uh, I, I think that I, I'm leaning towards, look, Ryan's going to be bigger. He does have a hydration clause. He can't be any more than 10 pounds on fight night. Uh, you know, Gervonta taking on a naturally bigger guy. I think that could be a little bit of an issue. Does Ryan have the skill set to touch him with that that check left hook to get him? I don't know. I mean, I just think that Javante is a little bit more skilled than uh, than Ryan Garcia is. But man, I mean, who, I tell you one thing: who, if if it does end in knockout, whoever does get that knockout, I think is going to be like off to the the stratosphere for the rest of their career, um, as far as star power is concerned. Absolutely. I mean, you could argue that they're both going in that direction. So maybe the best case decision would be what you're talking about just for the future of the sport. You know, like it comes down to a decision at the end. It's close. We don't know whose name they're going to read. And then maybe they run that one back because this is this is like a true super fight in their prime. Looking forward to that one. Tank Davis going to ultimately go off as a slight favorite against Ryan Garcia. Do, do you, you you do think, though, that like Ryan Garcia obviously has the fast hands. You mentioned that check left hook that he has. Have we has Tank Davis been knocked down in his career so far? I don't think so. Because it would be a to sight mind. to see. Like that's oh, what yeah. I want to see. That that would be a sight to see Ryan Garcia standing above Tank Davis because I would say right now, and I think we'd all agree on this, Tank's the A side. Garcia, even though he's a star, is the B side. Although whoever wins this one, as you said, basically I would say becomes the dude in boxing. Would you disagree with that? Like for the next few years. No, I think definitely whoever wins this is going to be in the driver's seat uh, in that position. And I think that's I, I think that's the beautiful part about this fight happening. You know, like this week, you know, Usyk and Tyson Fury falling apart. You're like, how could you guys blow this? How could you be this dumb? Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford, how could you guys be this silly to fight <laughs> over this? When you If you take these fights and you have these, the reward of being that guy and these guys being in their twenties and now having another 10 years of people following and caring about your fights is a monster, monster investment on it. So yeah, I think whoever comes out on top is, uh, is definitely that dude. I mean, Javante's probably goes to the top, but I think that him taking this fight is going to put him to another level. As BT just mentioned, Fury Usyk fell apart earlier this week. So that thing's done. Uh, and yeah, are we ever going to like, what's up with that? Are we ever going to see Spence Crawford? It's been talked about for, they've tried to make it happen now for a couple of times. Is this is never going to happen? Uh, I don't think so, man. I, I just think that Terrence Crawford he kind of, he, uh, he kind of crossed the, uh, the Godfather on that side and Al Heyman with those negotiations falling apart and making them all very public. Uh, I mean, never say never, but I would say very unlikely because I just think that a couple things are going against it. One, age. Two, Errol Spence is going up in weight. You got Jerron Boots Ennis who's coming up the rear as far as top welterweights are concerned anyway. So, like, are these guys even the best welterweights in the world anymore? Who even knows? But, yeah, I think that train has passed us. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
All right, keeping an eye on these fights, working our way to Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sandhagen in the main event. And whoever wins this game goes on to the final four. K-State down three now. The Owls are flying 67-64. This game is in New York City. Three minutes and change left. So we'll keep you updated on everything going on in the world of sports. As far as the gambling line goes, on BetMGM, he laid a point and a half with the Wildcats right now. K-State trailing by three. 316 left in that game. And, of course, we're working our way to the Holly Holm, Giannis Santos fight. And then, of course, Marlon Cheeto Vera takes on Corey Sandhagen. So we have a lot to break down. But coming up next, we're going to welcome on JHK to break down the fights with us here. Looking forward to his opinion on all things fighting. It feels like we're in a really good spot, right? We've had like a couple of huge cards the last couple of weeks. We're now a couple of weeks away from another one. And then, of course, we have to get our guys' fights on tonight's main event, Corey Sandhagen and Cheeto Vera. We'll talk to him coming up next. You're locked into the BetQL Network.